Welcome to another episode of Wine's Shots. Six Palestine prisoners escaped one of Israel's most secure jails this week, while a guard was sleeping in the watchtower. The inmates had shared a cell in Gilbao prison in North Israel before they tunneled out of the high-security facility in the early hours of Monday morning. Prison officials have described it as the biggest Palestinian jailbreak in 23 years. An initial investigation into the escape indicated that the men had entered the bathroom in their cell at about 1.30 am and lifted an object that covered a hole on the floor. Al Jazeera reported. They then jumped into the hole one after the other and crawled through a tunnel to freedom. Initial reports suggested that the men had dug their escape tunnel using a rusty spoon which they hid behind a poster in their cell. It has since been revealed that they in fact exposed a gap in the wall and dug out behind a sink, allowing them to reach the prison's drainage system. Canteens in Berlin's universities will offer almost entirely vegetarian and vegan meals as a part of a push to make menus more climate-friendly. The 34 canteens and cafes across Berlin catering to the student population will offer a menu that is 68% vegan, 28% vegetarian and 2% fish-based. Just one meat option will be available for four days a week and on Mondays there will be no meat dishes for sale at all. According to the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization, farming animals is responsible for 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. Meanwhile, a 2019 report by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change IPCC, described plant-based diets as a major opportunity for mitigating climate change. Berlin's very first vegan canteen for students opened at the city's Technical University in 2019, signifying a growing preference for plant-based food in Germany. Last year, Germany topped the veganism list in an international study for European dietary habits by the food brand Vegans. Mexico's Supreme Court took a major step toward decriminalizing abortion on Tuesday, a significant shift in the world's second biggest Catholic country where the procedure has been illegal for more than a century. The legal precedent also marks a stark contrast to the enactment of one of the most restrictive anti-abortion laws enacted across the US-Mexico border in Texas last week. Although the decision of the court currently applies only to the northern Mexican state of Coahuila, which borders Texas, judges across Mexico will have to take it into account, legal experts said. The ruling came as a result of a 2018 challenge to Coahuila's law criminalizing abortion. Abortion has been illegal in Mexico for more than a century. Hundreds of women in Mexico have faced criminal charges since 2000s for suspected cases of abortion and dozens are in prison on homicide charges accused of aborting or provoking miscarriages. Judges on Mexico's Supreme Court spoke passionately in favor of decriminalizing abortions during a hearing Tuesday. This weekend, the Tokyo 2020 Paralympics came to a close with a vibrant closing ceremony featuring a parade of nations, breakdancing, BMX biking, roller skating and choirs of children. It marks the end of nearly two weeks of Paralympic sport during which China topped the medal table with 96 goals and 207 medals in total. Great Britain came second with 41 goals and USA third with 37. It includes the second tallest man on earth competing as a part of Iran's gold medal winning sitting volleyball team. At 8 feet 1 inches, Morteza Mehrzad is the tallest Paralympian in history.
Two Afghan athletes, Zakia Khudadi and Hossein Razoli, carried their country's flag in the closing ceremony after missing the start of the games and being evacuated from Kabul. Khudadi became the first female athlete from Afghanistan to compete in the games since Athens in 2004, taking part in the taekwondo competition. Hossein is primarily a sprinter but had arrived in Tokyo too late for his event. Instead, he took part in the long jump. Meanwhile, as Australian cyclist Stuart Jones finished a race in which he came 8th, he saw fellow competitor Tony Mould from South Africa riding her trike next to him. The exhausted athlete had fallen behind a full lap, but Jones slowed his trike, encouraging her along to go on and finish the race. It's hard to talk about climate change because climate change hurts, but not talking about it well, that's worse. At least that's according to Rebecca Nest of the Climate Psychology Alliance, an organization that explores the psychological impact of climate crisis. With that in mind, Nestor launched a series of regular meetings in Oxford, her hometown, where people could come together to discuss the climate crisis over tea and cake. That was in the sweltering summer of 2018, the hottest on record in the UK. When Nestor felt that more people were talking about climate anxiety, the gatherings billed as climate cafes were based loosely on UK's death cafes, where people talk about death over a cuppa. It wasn't the first of its kind though, the concept can perhaps be traced back to climate, climate cafe Burnham and Dunkeld, which launched in Scotland in 2015. There are no guest speakers and no talks, said Nestor, of the Oxford Climate Cafes. It is an advice-free zone with no pressure to take action. Join a group or change your mind on anything. Tune in next week for more such golden news bites from around the world. Until then, this is Metri now signing off.